Have a few minutes? You won't believe what you can do with it. Open a Regions checking account online in as little as five minutes. Then enjoy award-winning service and banking tools and tech that help you live in the moment. Learn more at regions.com slash live in the moment. Regions Bank, member FDIC. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. Gwinnett Business Radio is presented by Regions Bank. Brave the beginning. Member FDIC. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gwinnett Business Radio from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio. Mike Salmon alongside... Not Stephen Julian, he is out today, but my, my padre, mi, mi amigo, my partner in crime, Harper LaBelle, is filling in today. Harper, great to see you as always. Thank you, Mike. Good to be here. I think I'm going to learn a little bit about some things that I didn't know beforehand that are going to be really clarified yeah today's show i'm looking forward we've got some great guests today Susanna martinez is with us she's with a company called peo for the ceo and when we met a few weeks ago the first question was what's a peo so we'll we'll learn that today for sure yeah and then we're going to talk with megan satterley and she's brought her partners max and danny and she's with a company called effortless mining and they're into cryptocurrency and I know you're going to learn a lot about that as well today. Yeah, for those that don't know a lot, I think there'll be some clarification. And then as well as those that really do understand uh, some direction. And and where do I go next in this topic that not everybody talks about, but a lot of folks are really thinking, how do I get involved with this? How right. do I take advantage? Yep. So Megan's expertise and and Danny and Max will really be interesting here today. So we're going to tease you with that, but we're going to talk to Susanna Martinez first, PEO for the CEO. And uh, Susanna, you're the CEO of PEO for the CEO. Tell us about your company and how it works and what do you do? Well, basically, I'm an independent PEO consultant, and there's over 900 PEO companies. And so what I do is I simplify the process for my clients and help them narrow it down to the right fit for them. And since I've been in the industry for 15 plus years, I'm very attuned to meeting their needs and really finding the right partners for them. And most of the time, people are asking me, well, what is a PEO? Right. I, I see here professional employer organization. That's, what, but what does that, that mean? Unpack that's that. what it stands for. Yeah. Um, basically, what it does is it creates a lot of efficiencies for companies to help them grow and scale. In fact, they say that more than half of companies, unicorn companies, are partnered with the PEO because they know they're going to grow two times faster by being partnered with the PEO. What it, basically, what it does is it reduces expenses by 39% typically on health insurance, workers' comp insurance by pulling them into a large group and creating a lot of efficiencies, buying power, and economies of scale. And it also helps consolidate several vendors for them, single source solution, payroll, HR, benefits, into a single source solution so it creates a lot of efficiencies. It helps them with HR, compliance, as a company's growing and scaling and hiring in multiple states. It's a plug-and-play system to just help them grow and be more efficient and grow faster than typically companies that are not with the PEO. Susanna, with compliance, and you mentioned HR, you mentioned uh, healthcare. There's a lot of different needs. I think your your asset would be that I've worked with several different companies, and I'm going to tell 
you, I'm going to give you my advice mm -hmm. on what that company and the other one does that might help yours. Is that one of the aspects of, of what you do is your ability to oversee a lot? Of, you're, not, you're not taking anyone's job. That's another thing that I think is really important. Okay. You're there to help them be better at what they do because your experience, your ability to look outside the box and find different areas that might help a specific group or a business do what they do a little bit better. Exactly. So like I said, there's over 900 PEOs. So it's really hard when a company's going to go out and shop it. They're like, who do I go out to bid for? And then they're having to deal with several different companies and send a lot of documents for an RFP process. They be, I basically tune in to exactly what they're looking for. Is it a work comp play? Did they have a shock loss, a death on their claims that maybe they're just really looking at saving money in workers comp? Is it a health insurance play? Are they, are they growing and hiring employees in multiple states? And then I know or maybe it's something specific, like I really want this particular carrier, it's really important to us. Um, uh, I just had a company the other day, this is, I've been in the industry for over 15 plus years and this is the first time I heard of this. It's a company that really wants to find a PEO company that can help them with visual disabilities. And they would need somebody that's ADA compliance to help them, like for us when we're on the, you know, our, with our mouse, we're plugging away on the mouse. These are the benefits that I want. This is my payroll. But people that are vision impaired, they can't do that because they can't see the mouse. Yeah. So they need some type of system to help them, command system, they called it, to be able to, you know, elect their benefits and go into the system and look at their payroll. So there are a lot of broad benefits that you offer, at least advice, um, abilities that an average HR person knows let's say 80%, you can help with that extra 20% that they would need to know where they don't have to go to classes or take compliance courses. You, you can fill people in on what your full scale of options are. And then there are also times, like you just mentioned, very, very specific needs that are really just one and done, I guess you would say. Mm -hmm. But you're able to do all of that. Is that correct? I mean, your ability to find somebody that can provide all the different answers that a company might be looking for as they grow. Absolutely. And it's free of cost to them. So how I get compensated is by the PEO partners. So basically, I narrow it down, typically shop it out to like 10 different companies based upon what they told me they're looking for. Narrow it down to the top two or three. And then they can start making the introductions to the companies and looking at the technology, doing technology demos and making sure that they're going to uh, select the right partner. So, and then when you talk about HR, yeah, we're filling in, oftentimes the PEOs filling in the gap for companies that don't have an HR, or if they do have an HR in-house, we're helping fill in the gaps to help them with a lot of the administrative minutia when it comes to HR, onboarding employees, hiring employees. Uh, they just hired an employee in this state, getting those taxes set up, the state unemployments, the workers' comp in that particular state, and helping them with the day-to-day -day administrative minutia that a lot of the HR people don't even like to do themselves. We're talking with Susanna Martinez. She's the CEO for PEO for the CEO. You're, you're based in Norcross, I see here. Correct. But can you work with anybody in the country virtually? Is that how it works? Yeah, that's exactly how it works. So I just recently just moved here from Colorado. So I still have a very big network in Colorado and still getting a lot of clients from Colorado. So go Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, there you go, Buffs. Wait a minute, be careful. you got a Colorado State yeah, guy here. You gotta, uh -huh. you're, I you know. You guys may be crossing some lines here a little bit. <laughs> so it is great that I can work on a national basis and really find the right company for 
the clients. And I like how you explained how you engage with the client because I was wondering, you know, how do you get paid and from what side? Um, but you mentioned how you can save uh, companies with insurance premiums. If they have HR nightmares, you touched upon that. We, we love stories. You, you, you mentioned the one already about the, uh, the visually impaired uh, story there. Are there other stories of success that you can share with us? Maybe, say, you know, don't say the names to protect the innocent, but yeah. uh, if you want to share some success stories, we'd love to hear them. Yeah, well, another just recent example of, of a success story is right now it's really tough in this market to really attract and retain talent. So when you're going out to the market and really looking for talent, you have to be very concise. If an employee's looking at going to work for a company and you're a small company, it's very difficult to offer Fortune 500 benefits. Right. But if you're with a PEO, your job could description can say, hey, this is the base salary, this is the commissions, this is the benefits, dental, vision, life, short-term, long-term disability, flexible spending account, a health savings account, 401k contribution, um, perks, movie uh, movie ticket discounts, uh, variety, cell phone discount per programs, perks, da-da-da-da-da. So when an employee is looking at possibly entertaining to go work for you, they're seeing all of that that's offered. Because as a, you're a smaller company, but you're being bundled with all these bigger companies. So when you go to the the people, the carriers that you use, they're getting a bigger company. Does, is, did I say that yeah, correctly? Yeah, you said it exactly right. It's buying power. It's economies of scale. I myself there. Several Harper. thousands of companies pooled into one, you know, carrier. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would think that one of the real sensitive spots for you would be president of a company, CEO, CFO, this is the way we do it. This is the way we've always done it. Yeah. We're not going to do it any other way. Your ability to go, well, I've seen what your competitors do, and I've seen what other industries do, and I'm not telling you to stop making widgets, but you can make widgets better by doing and offering this, a foosball table in the break room, just something that would be different that would get all of the employees to, you know, happy wife, happy life. Well, mm -hmm. happy employees, you could probably, uh, bigger profits. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Better, uh, lower turno turnover rates. You know what I mean? Just little things that you are able to suggest. I'm not telling you to do your business differently. I'm just letting you know what others are doing and their success is evident all throughout. You, you, you have that expertise and ability, right? Yeah, actually the National Association of PEOs say that companies that are with the PEO have 19% less turnover rate. So a company wow. like that, what is it costing you to hire these employees? What's the average turnover? Why are they leaving? Have you done any salary, salary surveys of what you're paying them? And look at the compensation, the total package. Are you getting some type of consensus of why they're leaving you to your to your competitors? You know, retention rate is very important nowadays. So would you have a meeting? I mean, these are things that everybody has to worry about if you own a business. And there's so many drawbacks, so many uh, hurdles that the average small business owner has to go through. Your ability to ease that pain, so to speak, and then meet with them and say, look, I, tell me what your pain points are and, and here's how I can help you and here's how what now here I, I may not be able to help with this but I can do that that and that go, go into that a little bit more into specific speak English Harper specifically <laughs> helping and assisting the, the, the president of a company to run it better more efficiently 
oftentimes it's about the bottom line. If it's a president and it's closely held, privately held, they're always looking at the bottom line. What does it cost to me? What am I paying today for benefits? What am I paying today for workers' compensation? What am I paying for tax on my unemployment taxes in the different states that I'm in? So uh, somebody like that, we're talking about bottom line. Mm -hmm. What is it costing you? And do some hard dollar cost analysis. You know, this is what you're paying today. This is what it would be. And this is the cost savings. And oftentimes there's, there's, like I said, it's a 39% reduction in overall expenses that it offsets the administrative fees with the company. So most of the time, those privately owned president companies are just looking at the bottom line. But companies that are, you know, backed by private equity money or venture capital, those are companies that are really, they get it. They know they're just bought the business because they want to grow it and scale it quickly. And they know by being with the PEO partner, they're going to grow two times faster. And when I say unicorn companies, those are typically companies that are heavily privately backed by um, venture capital. We have maybe uh, someone that might be listening right now and they're a decision maker for a company and they may be thinking, well, why should I call Susanna? Because maybe I could go to the PEO company Mm -hmm. directly. Obviously, the fact that there's no cost to use you and your expertise would be number one for me. I would think, why would you not? Mm-hmm. But but explain that a little bit more. Why should I use you when I can go directly to one of these PEO companies? You certainly can do that. Um, I've worked for many PEO companies, um, and there's over 900. So typically, when you're going to go through this process, you want to do your due diligence. You don't want to just go to one company. You want to look at several companies and really to see what's out there. And so if a CFO person has to go out to bid, they're going to send it to three or four different companies. And each of those companies is going to want some different information. They're going to have to deal with the different companies, the different reps, the different you know programs before they even get to the bottom line where I can help streamline that process and help them get to the numbers a lot quicker and help them narrow it down to what exactly they're looking for. When did you have that aha moment where you go, I think I can do this by myself and you venture off and, and you start your own company? How did that come into play? I have always wanted to do this. Um, I've been in the industry for over 15 plus years and um, PEO industries really keep their empl- their top salespeople uh, golden handcuffed by paying them very well. So sometimes it's very, very difficult to leave. And uh, just an opportunity just opened up and so lo and behold, here I am. Very good. Well, Susanna, for those that would like to find out more and, and talk to you, is there is can they have a consultation with you? Is there a cost for that if they just want to reach out to you at first? No, there's no cost. And, yeah, definitely reach out. Susanna Martinez, the PEO for the CEO. <laughs> and the website? PEO for the CEO. And it's all spelled out PEO for F-O-R, the CEO? Correct, yeah. <laughs> Great. Susanna Martinez, thank you so much for sharing information for what you do. I've learned a lot myself today. I know what a PEO is, so when you test me later, Harper, I can give you an answer. You're not going to fail the test this time. I will not fail the test. I like it. Susanna, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Great to see you again. Before we move on, love is what makes a Subaru a Subaru. Enjoy big savings and a hassle-free experience at Subaru of Gwinnett, where people sell cars. Visit SubaruofGwinnett.com and join their family today. Or come on in and see the difference if you're already a Subaruist, which, which I am. I have a Subaru. It's right outside the door here. That, well, not outside the door, but outside the studio. Then check out their Facebook page for the latest news offers and community events. I'm glad it's not right outside the door. 
No, it's if you know, I'd the people be, here would would say, "Could you please move your car?" Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Sandler. Well, I know you think you're the big man, but you know you don't get the you don't get that parking space. Sometimes I need to get away real fast. Yeah, you do. But anyway, uh, we've locked the doors so Megan and uh, Max and Danny could not leave. And uh, Megan Satterley is the CEO with Effortless Mining. And uh, Megan, great to see you again. Good to see you as well. Uh, you're, you're here with your partners, Max and Danny. Yep. Um, Effortless Mining. We're talking about cryptocurrency. People have heard about the Bitcoin and things like that. A lot of people don't understand what mining is. And even though I've kind of dabbled in crypto myself, I'm a little confused. So go ahead and explain what effortless mining is and what your company does. Okay, so effortless mining, our, our whole purpose is to work with folks like you uh, that don't really understand it. So we have a whole white glove consultation service that we do. And uh, to kind of back it up, Bitcoin mining is putting new Bitcoin into circulation. So, and the way that you do that is you have servers and the servers will solve complex algorithms. And by doing that, they get paid in Bitcoin. And from that, new Bitcoin gets put into circulation. So a lot of folks are interested in getting into Bitcoin, but they don't know how. So our thought process is instead of taking money and just go buying a Bitcoin, why don't you do Bitcoin mining because you're paid in Bitcoin. And at the end of the day, you end up paying off your investment within a year to two years, depending on the price of Bitcoin. And then after that, you just continue to make Bitcoin. So it just continues to grow and grow and grow. And you're literally paid every day. Okay, before we dive more into that, explain your role there and, and your partners, who, who's here with us today and what they do for the company. Okay, perfect. My name is Megan Satterley. I'm the CEO of Effortless Mining. Uh, my focus is really sales and just sort of everything having to do with the company. Max, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, I'm Maximilian Sabenarat, and I handle all the logistics, dealing with getting all the inventory, dealing with pretty much China, Taiwan, you know, getting the stuff here. And Danny, one. Hi, good morning. I'm Danny Nieves. I'm the Chief Technology Officer for Effortless Mining. Um, I'm um, strictly tasked with running the uh, uh, mining operation and the technical operations for the facility. Uh, right now we're in the uh, midst of a build-out and uh, getting our Phase 1 um, uh, kind of fleshed out in our facility in Norcross, and uh, happy to be here. So. Danny and I have worked together for 15 to 15 20 years, years at this point <laughs> yeah. um, in the telecom company. And so what we do in the telecom company is we maintain people's systems. So when this company came about, we decided, hey, we can maintain people's servers. So instead of people having to go out and buy the servers, get the power for the servers, get the internet for the servers, all that sort of stuff, that's what we do. We host the servers in our facility, and we literally make it easy for you. So that's our tagline, mining made easy. Yeah. Reapplying some of that uh, managed services uh, skill set into Bitcoin mining. So, so people, again, and I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm to ask elementary type questions, and Please I do. apologize. Please do. It sounds like so people could have their, buy their own servers and computers and mine or create, manufacture their own cryptocurrency? Yes, they, they can, and, and they can do it out of their house. That's literally where we started, is Bitcoin mining servers in our homes, in our garages. Okay. But the problem with that is they are super loud and they are super hot. So you have to have proper airflow and ventilation and your neighbors will for sure complain. Oh, yeah. So the, the and yeah, and people have been divorced over this. So the, the, the whole thought process was to take it, put it into a facility, make sure there's appropriate air cooling and make sure we're handling the noise. And um, people don't even have to worry about any of that. Okay. I want to go back to something you said earlier. You said you, 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 you help these people, you know, do their mining and all that for them mm -hmm. or so so forth and and then and you said you can see money coming into your account every day yes 
But we need to back up a little bit because crypto, as we know, it goes up, it comes down. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's the last several months have not been very Very good. Very percent down. Yeah. yeah. So we, we, we need to. So when people come to use you, they could make money. They could lose money. They, they don't know, correct? Yeah, any investment is always a risk. But there's a fee. Well, you, you charge a normal fee, I guess, for yeah. what you do. Okay. Yes, yeah, so there, there's an all-inclusive fee to buy in for the first year, which includes everything from the miner itself to us consulting them to the power to the Internet, okay. the whole package. Um, and what we do as part of that is we'll sit you down, we'll help you set up your own wallet um, so that you can get payments. We'll connect your server to a mining pool, and a mining pool is basically a bunch of servers that come together to mine um, the the goal is to have as much hash power as you can to solve these math problems to get paid, if that makes sense. So, but we sit down with you, we we help you as far as here's how you're getting paid in Bitcoin. Um, we can talk you through how and when to pull out. Um, obviously, you wouldn't want to pull out when Bitcoin's thirty thousand dollars. You'd want to wait till it's seventy thousand dollars because you're making a lot more money. Um, so we'll help you through that process. We'll show you how to to sell it. Uh, in the U.S. dollars. We'll show you then how to take, the, take those U.S. dollars and put it into your bank account. So these are all the things that people getting into crypto don't know how to do. Okay. And it's it's scary for a lot of people. Sure. Um, the reality is, is, you know, sending Bitcoin to a wrong address and it's lost. You don't get it back. Right. Uh, it is kind of a little like the wild, wild west. Well, and so. you have to understand investing because, you know, I'm, I'm involved now and I know it's gone down, So, but I'm leaving it. I'm not going to touch it and so forth. But I just want people to understand the services that you provide and, and not to think, oh, I'm going to go you know, work with effortless mining and I'm going to make all this money. You don't know that. It's like any other investment yeah, you make. Absolutely. It's a risk. But these are people that are going to help you put, you know, get it going in the right direction and so forth. So I don't want people thinking, well, Harper and Mike said, hey, if I got with you guys, I'm going to make all this money. You, it, it's the, the market's the market. Well, the one thing I want to say... Do you believe look, in crypto or do you not believe in it? Well, we absolutely right. believe in it. But mm -hmm. but look at the history. Look at the charts. Look at what happens during every Bitcoin halving. So every four years, there's something called a, a Bitcoin halving. So the amount of Bitcoin that you're paid uh, when you solve these problems is cut in half. And that's to help with inflation and things of that nature. Um, but every time there's a Bitcoin halving, the price of Bitcoin spikes. And it always levels out higher than it was before the Bitcoin halving. Increased scarcity. So our next Bitcoin halving is May of 2024. So the goal is get in now, get your Bitcoin now, because in May of 2024, we are probably going to see another another spike. One more question, Harper, then Absolutely. I will not yeah. monopolize the questions anymore. <laughs> Obviously, a lot of people listening right now that are involved in cryptocurrency would like to get your, I'd like to get your opinion on where is the market headed? Please tell me it's going to go back up. I hope it's going to go back up. But, you know, obviously volatile. You don't, you never know. Where do you see things happening? You know, Bitcoin, uh, Shiba Inu, um, what are the ones, you know, Safe Moon, I'm <laughs> listing all the ones I have today. Um, you know, where do you, you know, because there's some people, there are skeptics out there that go crypto. It's never gonna, it's never gonna catch on. And then there are others that believe it's, you know, our the, paper, the mass adoption is happening. Paper currency is going to go away, and everything's going to be crypto. Yep. Talk, talk, talk about that. You say it's going away. Or you think it's going to happen? Well, you know we already happen. are in a very digital money society yeah. as we speak. I can't tell you the last time I pulled out a dollar bill and I actually paid for something. Um, so it's definitely heading in that direction. We've got countries that are looking at adopting Bitcoin as their currency. Uh, you've got El Salvador that... I say it's already happened. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. already happening. Um, you know, the mass adoption, the institutional adoption, um, it... it 
it's heading in that direction. And again, just look at the history and kind of look where it's going. I, I think the last time I checked, there was less than 5% of the world that was invested in cryptocurrency. So now's the time to get in because as more and more and more adoption happens, it's only gonna go up from here. Which crypto do you get involved with, though? That's the problem. So Bitcoin is what we like to call the, the OG, right? It's the one that's been around the longest. It's the most solid. There's Bitcoin maximalists out there uh, that, that, only, that only believe in Bitcoin. Uh, then you've got Danny other, raised his hand. Yes, Danny. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely a maximalist. Yeah, I don't get into tokens. Um, I, I stick with the larger market cap coins, like the Ethereum's and the Bitcoins of the world. Well, you have others that you know like to get into Dabble the more in the speculative realm sure. of uh, token uh, economies, which are uh, like the Shiba Inus of the and, world. And SafeMoon. Th those are considered altcoins. Solana. Where, yeah. yeah. Just other side projects that have come out more recently that are starting to gain legs. Okay. And, and they all have different purposes. So you have yeah. to kind of take a look at each one and decide... Do you like where they're going? Does it make sense? That that sort of thing. Like anybody that invests, do your homework. Exactly. Right. Harper, you've been over there with your eyes glazed over. No, I'm just, I'm not. <laughs> that's for a completely different reason, Mike. Come on. So a person who doesn't know anything and realizes, wow, to get involved in this, in in the investment aspect of this, there's there's a cost. You mentioned the servers and uh, some of the, the fees that would be associated with that. I think that a beginner would feel comfortable working with you because you can coach them and hold their hand through the process Absolutely. for a fee that would be minuscule compared to the amount of money that you would need to, to, to buy all of the equipment necessary to do this on your own. You can help with that. But when Danny leapt forward, when you asked him just a second ago, there's also a very, very serious higher elevation of, of knowledge that you guys can take care of that person who's like Mike, who's involved in it and you can help direct them as well. Talk a little bit about the different needs that you're seeing from people that are at the very beginning, lowest level of the ladder to the folks that are really up there and they know what they're doing. To, they to just, the Elon Musks of the world, huh? Maybe not Elon, but maybe pretty maybe close Elon. to that, right? Well, to, to the folks that already know what they're doing, we can basically just host the equipment for them and send the payments to their wallet. And that's it. And, mm -hmm. and they just pay us a fee for the, the power in the Internet and, and things I just like need that. you a little bit. That's right. all. Exactly. Right? And, and that's pretty common out there. You're going to see that there's, you know, peer mining facilities that uh, just dedicate themselves to, you know, selling new the equipment and allocating the space and resources to be able to run that miner for a month to month or annual cost. And to keep your neighbors happy, as you mentioned earlier, Correct, right? Exactly. With, with all of the usually, usually, um, you know, purpose-built facilities that are soundproofed and have their environmentals and power uh, requirements all set up, and are usually pretty far away from residential locations. Disaster um, recovery and all the absolutely. Other well, too. Um, uh, typically not with disaster recovery because these are these are purpose-built assets that are are typically hosted for that customer. Um, so that what they usually do is provide an SLA for the downtime. Okay. Um, so there's usually a, a very tight SLA about recovering both the internet connection and the facility power, whatever may be the issue Okay. at that point. Um, but in our case, uh, yeah, um, for, for our facility, what we're trying to dedicate is to um, uh, try and, and and educate that layman's customer that's trying to get into Bitcoin and doesn't have a good understanding or grasp around the exchanges and the taxation ramifications and the security ramifications around mining and hosting your own uh, Bitcoin uh, uh, 
cryptocurrency miners. So the compliance, the legal, the tax, the uh, accounting, there's, there are a lot of different areas that a person would need to know. Yes. A- and I would imagine, bang, the gun has gone off, you're running the race, and I think somebody's saying, well, we're, we're going to change the rules right here in the middle of it. There's no specific san- standardization that... No, as a matter of fact, we're we're going through that right now with the uh, federal government looking to uh, impose regulations around uh, cryptocurrencies. So um, that's that's coming now. You're scaring me with that because it seems like everything they touch uh, melts in in their hands. That might have touched. I I think the key there, though, is the government realizes that Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is here to stay and they need to put some regulation around it. So I, I think it is I think it is a good thing. As long as they get it right. Correct. Now, are they listening to the people that are involved and say, uh, if you do this, you're going to just ruin everything and put us back 10 years? I remember Mike specifically going, it was Baku, was, was uh, uh, Azerbaijan, Azerbaijan yeah. to cover the European pan-European games. games and, 2015. and people were asking him there, one of the many questions was, how come the U.S. is so far behind in their chip technology for their credit cards? Of all the things to ask you, that's what people were asking. I mean, we've spoken about that. I'd hate for us to come out of the gates way behind in the race because we're not keeping up with the technology that is so far advanced. Go ahead. So right now we actually are the leader in this space. There's more cryptocurrency mining happening in the U.S. than anywhere else in the world. So the reality is, is we have this right now. Mm -hmm. It's ours to lose. And hopefully the, the government realizes that and, and they put the appropriate regulations in place to, to make a lot of people feel safer. Because the second that those regulations get put in place and people feel safe, you're going to see even more mass adoption. I would think so. Max, oh, you no. haven't said anything. Come no, on. Yeah. Fun fact that Georgia is actually leading the U.S. in mining. Number one state. 31% of all Bitcoin mined in the U.S. is here. Really? Yeah. Because Not California, New York, or no, Florida? No. New York just banned it. <laughs> yeah. So Georgia, because we have good renewable energy here, um, you know, with the nuclears and stuff. So people kind of think mining of, you know, it's like a bad thing for the environment because it consumes so much energy. But what we learned going to the Miami Bitcoin convention, that it actually helps out power companies because it gives them a more stable grid to work on for the highs and lows. And then there's big mining companies now that are, you know, working with power companies that they'll go make a deal with them, say, hey, we'll put up 10 megawatts of energy. And then they'll supply it, say, like Texas, when they had that energy crisis. Let's say they needed energy. They'll be like, hey, can you shut off your mining company for like three days and then we'll use your power and we'll pay you for it. So... There's like many different ways that mining companies are making money than just mining now. Mm-hmm. As, we, as we get ready to wrap up, I've got a couple quick questions. Uh, one from a listener. How would crypto replace or would it replace uh, debit cards, Apple Pay, online banking? I mean, that stuff's not going away. No, or, or, but uh, more and more vendors out there are starting to accept <clears throat> cryptocurrency. You, you can pay for things. In fact, at Bitcoin conference, one of the, the sessions we sent through said uh, like Walmart and Target and those sorts of folks are now actually accepting cryptocurrency. So as time goes on, you'll be able to pay via that versus a traditional debit card and it's all done through your cell phone. Okay, and, and one more question. Uh, 
that we want to talk about. You have an all-inclusive year one package. Correct. We didn't even get to some specific questions I know we wanted to talk about because <laughs> I was just being, you know, we just had a lot of great stuff to talk about. But uh, you have a year one package. What does that look like? We do. So right now the year one package is $13,250, and that includes a minor and basically everything else. We'll handle everything for you. We will want to work with you to set up your wallet because we don't want access to those logins and passwords. We want things to be secure and two-factor authentication. Um, but other than that, we'll set everything up. And, and get you going. All right. For people that would like to find out more, do their research. And we didn't want anybody, we don't want someone who's listening to this and they're just, their eyes are glazed over and just don't understand to get involved. You really need to do your homework first and understand at least some of it. Obviously, you guys do a lot of education as well, but you just like any investing, you don't want to go in blind. Yes. If, if you have any questions, just reach out to us. We'd love to sit down, have a conversation with you, talk through it, make sure you feel comfortable because I want you comfortable before you move forward with us. Of course. Best way to reach out, best way to find more information about uh, your company, Effortless Mining? Effortlessmining.com. We're also on LinkedIn. Uh, just hit us up through the contact us. Harper? I know where to go now. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Seriously, there are a lot of, uh, I, I'm not in the same space where a lot of others would be. So my questions were a little more elementary. Mike is involved. No, mine were pretty elementary too. <laughs> well, that's just because Which you're goes to show that even if you're involved, I mean, it's, it still can be very confusing. Yeah. But so. that, that's our focus. So we want to help people like you. And the more people that get into this, the better off this is going to be for everyone. So you need us. Correct. They need us on that wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Megan Satterley, uh, Max, and Dan Danny Nieves. Uh, Max, what was your last name? Say that again. <laughs> Subenarath. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it took me a few weeks to learn how to spell it. So. Yeah, well, before the show, I'm like, okay, Max and Danny, your last names, and like, no, nah, don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, why? Okay, now I know why. I probably I would have butchered it anyway. I always do. You're, Harper, you you're, know that. You're good at that. Yeah. I am very good at that. Thanks again for joining us here on Gwinnett Business Radio. Before we go, we want to let people know that we're here. Uh, Regions Bank is here to help your business's financial future stay on track. Regions Commercial Banking has a team of experienced bankers in Gwinnett who can guide you in all areas of growth. Get the resources you need so every step of your move, uh, you can move you closer to your business goals. To learn more, visit regions.com backslash commercial dash banking. Regions Bank member FDIC. And Harper, thank you so much for filling in today. Great job. Uh, I don't know if we should, should we ask Stephen back or should we tell Stephen to. No, know? we can't do it without Stephen. Can't do it without Stephen. have Stephen, yeah. Okay, okay. So. He's the light at the end of the tunnel. A big thank you. I do directly to him. Good answer. Yeah. He'll appreciate hearing that. Uh, thank you again to Megan, Max, and Danny with the Effortless Mining. Also, Susanna Martinez with PEO for the CEO. A reminder, you can listen to the show anytime. Go to businessradiox.com, select the Gwinnett Studio, and click on Gwinnett Business Radio, and you'll see the show there with our others. Also, go to iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever you enjoy your podcast, and just type in Gwinnett Business Radio, and you'll see all our shows there. Be sure to follow us at GwinnettBRX. Uh, on Twitter, Facebook, wherever you like to do your social media. For Harper LaBelle, say goodbye, Harper. Goodbye, Harper. I'm Mike, and we'll see you next time here on Gwinnett Business Radio. Mm -hmm.